Welcome back to the Encounter Radio Show with Bill Reeser on 99.1 FM WJMM Life Changing Radio. So grateful that you've joined us on this Wednesday morning. Uh, so grateful for your support as well, too. For more information about Encounter, please email me at bill at thehopeencounter.org. Or if you need more information about the Ministry of Encounter, please go to thehopeencounter.org, T H E H O P E encounter.org. And if you need information or if you want to inquire about having me come out and do a men's retreat, a marriage retreat, or speak at your church, or just how to start an encounter ministry, if you're a pastor or a church leader, I'd love to talk to you about that. You can email me, and I would be glad to do that. I want to pick up where I left off yesterday, um, talking about part three of letting the Holy Spirit do the work for you. I sort of ended in a flurry talking about different types of baptisms uh, Jesus uh, said this uh, with the disciples in John 20, 22, and with that he breathed on them and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. But 40 days later, he tells them to wait for the gift his Father has promised. But wait. I thought they got the Holy Spirit in John 20 when Jesus said, Receive the Holy Spirit. Now don't miss this because this is a command from Jesus after that. And he says, he gave them this command in Acts chapter 1, verse 4. Do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift my father has promised, which you have heard me speak about. For John baptized with water, but in a few days you'll be baptized with the Holy Spirit. A lot of people come up to me and say, Bill, there's nowhere in the Bible does it say be baptized in the Holy Spirit or with the Holy Spirit. But it's right there. That's the scripture. Even John the Baptist said in Matthew 3.11, I baptize you with water for repentance, but after me comes one who is more powerful than I, whose sandals I'm not worthy to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. And he was a Baptist. So Jesus and John are saying there are two kinds of baptisms, water baptism and the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And there's a distinctive difference between the indwelling of the Holy Spirit that lives in us and the fullness and overflowing power of the Holy Spirit that comes with the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I hope and desire, I hope that you desire and want that because there has to be something more to this life. But everything starts at salvation. Everything, you can't skip to the baptism of the Holy Spirit until you receive the Holy Spirit that dwells in you. And that's why in John 3, Jesus answered most, he said, I say to you, unless one is born of water and spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. That which is born of the spirit is spirit. Do not marvel at what I say to you. You must be born again. The wind blows where it wishes and you hear the sound of it, but cannot tell where it comes from and where it goes. So everyone who is born is born of the Spirit. We talked about that yesterday. When Jesus breathed on them in John 20, they were born. They were born. That was their born-again experience because they were born of the Spirit that day. See, I've learned that if you want to get close to God, you got to learn how to run errands for the Holy Spirit. And I never started running errands for the Holy Spirit until I received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Now, I'm going to explain this to you very in a simplistic way. Did I understand and know all these scriptures that I've been sharing the last two days and today 
on the Encounter Radio Show when the Holy Spirit came upon me with power and gifts? No. I just told God I would do anything he wanted me to do just as long as I knew it was him. I wasn't going to follow some tradition or listen to someone if they couldn't back it up with scripture. It wasn't a hard decision to come to a place in my life when my belief simply told me this, God, if you got more of you for me, then I want it. If you got power for me, I want it. If you got more of the Holy Spirit for me than, than what I received when I got saved, then I want it. Why would I refuse that? Why would I want... Why would I want to put power uh, and, and, and gifts off to the side? God, if you have gifts for me, then I want it. God, if you have power for me, resurrection power, then I want it. I never asked for the gift of speaking in tongues or the ability to pray in the Spirit, but God gave it to me, which, is, which by the way, is the last weapon we are instructed to use after we put on the full armor of God. In Ephesians 6.18 says, and pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. Did you catch that? And pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for the saints. So, you need victory over sin, over your past, over your pain, over your addictions, over your problems, over your giants, over the voices, over the fear, over your flesh, over your sinful nature, over your thoughts. I want to go back to what the Apostle Paul said in the, in the book of Galatians in chapter 5. He says, so I say, live by the Spirit. And I say, be filled with the Spirit. And I say, receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. This is why crushed and brokenhearted people stay crushed and brokenhearted without hope. Because their pain and despair convinced them that God has forsaken them and they have given in to oppressing voices that tells them to keep their distance from God, especially the Holy Spirit, where hope can be found. That's why I named this ministry Encounter, so that everyone that that gets plugged into the encounter ministry, can have their own encounter with Jesus Christ, can have their own encounter with their Father in Heaven who loves them more than they could ever know, can have their own encounter with the Holy Spirit, receive the Holy Spirit when they get saved, and then get baptized with the Holy Spirit, get filled with gifts, get filled with power, get filled with His love, get filled with everything the Holy Spirit has to offer. So I want to encourage you today, that if you're down, if you're beat up in life, no matter where you are, one of the greatest things that I experienced after I got filled with the Holy Spirit and received the baptism of the Holy Spirit was that the fruits of the Spirit got illuminated in my life. I could love better. I could see people through the eyes of Jesus more. I could love them with His heart. I could be able to see through their pain. I could see potential in people as I counsel people, love on people. Tell people to never give up, never give up hope. My, I just got back from uh, doing a, a, a marriage retreat uh, for one of my great friends, uh, Jim Simbola, the pastor of the Brooklyn Tabernacle Church in Brooklyn in New York City uh, this past weekend. What a privilege and honor uh, to go up there and minister to, to so many couples. Uh, one, one of his favorite stories that, that I love sharing, I've never shared it on this radio show before, uh, was Jim, Jim, Jim is, a, I've learned so much from Pastor Symbolist teaching on prayer and the Holy Spirit. And he was sharing uh, 
many years ago at the end, uh, I believe it was their third Easter service uh, service that they were doing. And if you ever been to a service at the Brooklyn Tabernacle Church, it's exhausting. It's massive worship. It's massive praying. It's the word being preached with power. Uh, Jim to this day has never used notes in his preaching. He just lets the word of God burn in his heart. And he just lets the Holy Spirit speak through him. And, and the Holy Spirit told him, if you would teach my people to pray, you'll never have a building big enough to contain them. And I'll always supply all of your needs uh, to take care of all the people that I'm going to send to you that will walk through your doors. And because their church is in downtown Brooklyn, it's not uncommon, especially during the holidays, uh, an Easter service, a Christmas service, and a regular service. Even I've been, I've been uh, at numerous Tuesday night prayer meetings where thousands of people gather and they pray louder than they sing. And the worship is phenomenal. I mean, they, they, the choir is amazing. They won six Grammys. And uh, it's just amazing. It's just a miracle happens every time I'm up there. And last weekend was no different. But Jim shares this story of at the end of a third Easter service, how he was so exhausted. And, and to, to, to be a part of that church for so many, for the past two decades, I understand what he's talking about. If he just did one service on, on Easter, it would be exhausting. But this was their third service. I mean, he's just flat out tired. And some homeless guy who's been living on the street, uh, was too embarrassed, was too, I mean, too beat up. I mean, he just reeked and smelled of the streets. Not just the smell of the streets, but he smelled and reeked of his own urine. That's how bad this guy smelled. I mean, I, I, I grew up in New York City. I've smelled urine on the streets before pretty bad. But the way Jim explained how this guy came in, he never never smelt a stench so horrible of urine on a person. This guy was literally sleeping and sitting in his own urine probably for days, living on the streets, I mean, with no hope. But he was outside the church, and he heard the message. He heard the choir. He heard the worship. He heard, and the Holy Spirit is not limited to a building, somehow captured his heart and somehow prompted this homeless guy reeking of urine to walk in to the church at the end of the service. And here comes this homeless guy approaching Jim, walking by everybody, because I don't think anybody wanted anything to do with this guy. But Jim sees him. And Jim is thinking for a second or so, I'm tired. Here comes this homeless guy, probably just wants some money. And Jim goes into his pocket, pull out a $10 bill out of his wallet. And the guy approaches Jim and smacks the money in the wallet out of his hand and says, I don't want your money. I want that Jesus you're talking about that you've been preaching about for the past hour. And just at that moment, the conviction of the Holy Spirit came upon Jim. Because maybe for a split second, maybe for a few seconds, he saw him in, in his flesh because he was so tired. But he didn't see him through the eyes of Jesus. And then he realized that he sinned not only against God, but he sinned against this man. And he grabbed the guy 
and he hugged him and he shared Jesus with him and he led him to Christ. And the man gave his life to Jesus Christ and they hugged and they hugged. And the way Jim explains it is that somehow the Holy Spirit, through the love of the Holy Spirit, made that stench of urine and the stench of the streets. He turned that horrible smell into the sweetest aroma that Jim has ever, ever smelled. And that man not only gave his life to Jesus, but he went away to rehab, wound up working as at the church later on, later became a pastor, later became married. Uh, and Jim did his wedding. It's an amazing story of the love of God that can only come through the power of the Holy Spirit giving us supernatural ability to see people with his love. Don't you need more love in your in your life today? Don't you need more love to love your spouse? Don't you need more love to love the people who come against you, to oppose you? Don't you need more love for your enemies? Don't you need more love for your children? Don't you need more love for people in your neighborhood? I don't know about you, but I need more love. And I need the power of the Holy Spirit. So here's, here's how you get it. You ready? You just ask. You ask with faith and you ask with an expectancy and you will receive something more than what you ask for. Because Luke said this, how much more will my father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask? Quoting Jesus, how much more will my father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask? Ask for the Holy Spirit and the gifts and the baptism and you will receive it.